In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. So there's nothing like a, a great stewardship passage in July. Uh, we often think of stewardship, at least in the Episcopal Church, seems like it's just um, pledging. But this is, this is a passage that's uh, really more than, than that. It's a passage about, about what, what God gives to us and all that God gives to us. Um, so this, is a, this, is, this parable in, in Luke's Gospel um, is, a, is a great parable that often gets uh, a, couple, a couple points get missed in the midst of it. I mean, we get the sort of selfishness of the guy who just, just tears down his barns and builds bigger barns and, and, and has more. And um, Jesus responding to the guy who shouts out, Hey, tell my brother, divide the inheritance with me. Jesus like, that's not what I've come to do. I've not come to be a, a judge in, in, these, in these matters. Um, which is a little bit different from, from many you know, rabbis who like to be sort of asked to settle disputes because it's, it's fun. Let me go to the law and, and tell you. But Jesus, this, is not, this is not my thing. And um, tells a parable and sets out the, the, the vital importance and component of, of what God um, gives to us and the ways in which, in which we're called to respond and more importantly, the ways in which we're, we're supposed to receive and, and share these gifts. And so the first, the first aspect of, of this parable is, is there's a man who had, who had uh, some land and the land Produced bountifully, so there's the there's your sort of first clue. The land produced bountifully, which basically means not the guy, right? He didn't do anything other than just sort of be there. And we have this we have similar things when Jesus gives parables in the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is like a man who sows his field and then he goes to sleep and he wakes up and he goes to sleep and he wakes up and he goes to sleep and he wakes up and all of a sudden there's stuff there. He doesn't know how it got there, but all of a sudden it's there. And this is how the kingdom of God is. And the kingdom of God is like a mustard seed. And Jesus has a whole bunch of these little kingdom of God parables that basically say things that are either very small, grow very big, or things that just sort of aren't there one moment are there. And they don't happen because of anything we do. It's who God is or, or just the mystery glory of, of, of God. And so the land produced abundantly. There is a bumper crop this, this year. And so he says to himself, what shall I do? This is sort of the, the second thing. That, so the first thing that usually gets, gets um, overlooked is the fact that the land is just producing, not the guy. The second thing is, who does he, who does he have a conversation with about what should we do? Does he go talk to his wife, or does he go talk to his neighbors, or does he go talk to the rabbi? Does he go talk to anybody? No, he talks to himself. He says, self, what should we do? And, and in, a, in, a, in a culture where, especially in the Middle East, where, where the men all come to the city center and they just sit there and talk all day long, 
and, and, and have these conversations, we see all of a sudden here where this important conversation is taking place. Who does he have? He has no one. Right? He's isolated himself from community. He's isolated himself from family. Who's he having this important conversation with? Just, just him. Right? I know what I'll do. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, tear down these barns and I'll build, build larger barns and there I'll store all my grain and goods and I'll say to my soul, soul? We got stuff. And we can just sit around and eat and drink and be merry. And God says, fool, tonight your soul belongs to me. And as we heard in the song, we cannot, we can never ransom ourselves or deliver to God the price of our lives. So good for you that you got all this stuff. It doesn't matter. Whose is it going to be? Um, and in this, in this passage, we, we have this um, Jesus making the point, obviously, not just to the, not just to the brother, that your relationship with your brother is more important than than this stuff, right? Um, but also, all these things come from God. And what we have is almost um, a, a path of, of stewardship, of, of understanding, recognizing that not only do all things come from God, but then there's, then how are we going to respond? How are we going to react? What are we going to do with these gifts especially this gift of abundance. Are we going to store it up for ourselves or are, are we going to celebrate or at least share with the community that, that surrounds us? Are we going to seek the needs of others or are we going to just hoard and build bigger silos? And this is, this is what... Um, Jesus talks about it. It's sort of funny because I was just just talking to Christy yesterday. If, if we won the one billion dollar mega millions, I said if I won one billion dollars mega mega millions, I'd be working harder than I work now. Like I wouldn't be an eat and drink and Like I have to be setting up all these little things and go flying around. How am I going to distribute all this wealth? I have to find good things to give it to. And oh my God, I'd be exhausted. It'd be better if I just won like a couple thousand or something. You know? I mean, but I mean, it's sort of the same the same thing. I can think of it. I suppose if I wanted, like I did this, I won a billion dollars. Like you don't. Like, you know it's not anything you did. Especially not me. I just hit the little quick pick button, right? It's like, it's not even, I'm not even choosing these numbers. Um, but, it's, but it's amazing how, how quickly that mindset becomes that this is, this is ours. And not something that's, that's, that's given uh, for the use of, of God's people. And we continue on. With that, with that, you know, we hear other places, and so the lectionary skipped it. But you all know how it goes. It goes, therefore, do not be anxious about anything, about your life, what you will eat, what you will wear. Consider the lilies of the field, right? Consider the birds of the air. All these things, you know, these, 
right? God, God clothes them. God feeds them. And this is, we have to remember, in this context, especially with the land that, 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 that gives. The land gives to the people of God, and we know at times the land doesn't give anything. Right? These are people not really concerned about storing up so they can you know, go to France for a week next year. These are people who are worried about whether they can eat tomorrow or next year. Um, and Jesus says, don't be anxious about these things. Don't be anxious about what you'll, what you'll eat, what you'll wear, how you'll live. God will care for you. Store treasures in heaven. And um, I'd say we're very, very fortunate, not to use you as an example, but we're very fortunate that the time dinner here today to talk about Steadfast Farms, because in, in many ways it's such a great example, right, of, of the ways in which the, the blessings that we're given, we utilize not just not just for our own selves, but recognize that this is an opportunity to share, to bless, to be a ministry to others. And and as a, as a church, um, I, ha- I sort of have on on my mind as, as we look at the retreat of, of gratitude. But gratitude, even as as we're as we're thinking about gratitude, is moved into be joyful in the Lord of all the things that God's given us. And then, so not only are we talking about gratitude, and not only are we talking about joy, but joy leads to celebration. And, and the ways in which we're called to celebrate with one another, to, to share the amazing aspects of life. God has given me a bumper crop. Come and take part. Come, celebrate. Remember, remember in only a couple chapters in Luke's Gospel, God has has, you know, I found my lost sheep. Come and celebrate. I found the coin that I lost. Come and celebrate. My son was dead. Kill the fatted calf. Come and celebrate. And all of all of these these passages in Luke's gospel, it's it's come and celebrate. God has blessed. Come and celebrate. And the alternative is way worse. The alternative is, this is mine. This belongs to me. And what happens when we say this belongs to me and we begin to clench is we create that isolation around us. We've not only only put out those who are in need, but we put out those even closest to us. And we've all heard these stories anyway people who all they do is work 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 um, don't see their kids their marriages go down the tubes whatever all all the way around because of because of, of that next line do not be anxious about the thing anything it's that anxiety and let's face it the western world is sort of built on anxiety where anxiety is our middle name we can be anxious about everything when Jesus says be anxious about nothing. Um, but it's a, this is a, it's a powerful passage that invites us to, to truly enter into um, the aspects of the kingdom of God that are vital. Um, seeing everything we have as a gift from God, our health, our wealth, our family, our 
friends, our community. These are gifts from God, and, and uh, how are we going to live into this? This is the joy that, of things that God has given us. And everything else will, will care for itself. We can't reject who God is. Um, he says, don't uh, build up treasures in heaven. Don't seek to build up these treasures. Be rich toward God instead of rich in the things of this world. Because the things of this world will be gone. They'll pass away. The things that the Lord gives us the ways that the Lord builds us up um, and builds us up in community together to reach out. Those are the treasures that carry on. And may we seek to live fully into that, that joy and, and celebrate with one another and rejoice with one another and be generous with one another and generous with those in need as God has poured out blessings that we have upon us. Amen.